live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on February 9th to hit the internet. On February 9th or February 10th. February 9th. I'll give it that. I'm doing it about 4 o'clock in the afternoon here. Um, So that's uh, West Coast time. So how's everybody doing? You can follow me at BrianBuck13 and at Red Ticket Blues. And this show can always be heard every moment of every day of your entire pathetic life on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and uh, Google Play. You're not pathetic. I love you. You're great. Stop it. No, I'm not going to do that to you. Cut it out. You're better than that. Undo the belt. Just let it all hang. Come on. That's the way you are. Feel free. Fly like a bird. Um, So I'm a little late here. Uh, You know, normally I don't record a podcast this late in the week, especially the first podcast if I'm going to, if I'm going to do multiple ones, but that's what, that's what it is. You know, no more crying over spilt milk. It is what it is. It's here. Let the bitching and moaning go out the window and uh, we got to move on. So the Super Bowl is almost, you know, it's sort of, it's not, not the lead anymore. It's not the lead. Uh, and normally shitty basketball in New York isn't the lead, uh, but it was a national game last night, so let's jump into that. And it wasn't about the awful gameplay, the non-existent defense. It was none of that shit on the court that we've all come, uh, we've, all be, we've all become used to. I'm not going to say we love it and, and live by it, but uh, you know the, the way the Knicks are. They, they keep you in the game, and then they, they'll just cut your throats uh, playing no defense. But it was more, it's more about what's been happening off the court for the Knicks lately. Uh, and we'll get into Phil Jackson and Carmelo Anthony. And just, God, talk about two people that really dislike each other. And uh, they just, neither of them can come out and just say it. There's so much, it's like a fucking middle school little romance, or but not romance. It's like a middle school breakup. Back and forth. Oh, he, he said, you know, it, it, nothing can actually be straight upset. I don't like them. I don't want him here. I don't want to be here. It's all just, oh, God. All cloaked in secrecy. Not secrecy. It's, it's not cloaked. I mean, I think we know how both of them feel about each other, but you can't just fucking outright say it's political, it's bullshit. So, but anyways, what happened on Wednesday night was uh, that there's nothing, uh, nothing cloaked there. Uh, Charles Oakley. Yes, Charles Oakley was watching the game. Oh, yes, you don't know Charles Oakley. The old Charles Oakley, New York Nick, uh, I guess he's a New York Nick legend, favorite, uh, fan favorite. He was the enforcer. He was like Charles Barkley, but just not nearly as good. Played very physical. Uh, and he was watching the game. Yes, Charles Oakley. Come on, come on. You don't remember Charles Oakley? It was weird looking at him with white hair, right? Oakley was when when men played like men. You know, none of this little, little pussyfooting around. You know, it happened to guy. Men, men were, you know, remember? Come on. This was the NBA. When you heard this theme song playing, I mean, that's when you knew. I mean, you think about Charles Oakley and the Knicks throwing people around when you hear that song. I was actually looking up, like, highlights after the game of, like, uh, Oakley, like, fighting people. And, and the stuff that, like, wasn't even called for fighting, like, he would get a technical and then, like, push a guy afterwards. The technical's already called, but then things still haven't, like, simmered down yet. And they're still pushing each other, and the, and the refs are just like, stop it, stop it. I mean, they would have reviewed that from here to Kingdom Come for about 15 minutes before giving him, like, five flagrant fouls, which isn't possible. But they'd think it up with the way they acted. Um, so let's uh, enough of the bullshit. Let, let's, let's cut to the chase here. So what happened was... All we saw, let's say you're the viewer at home, like most of us. And I mean, I, from firsthand account from 3,000 miles away on my television uh, through illegal streams and NBA Reddit streams, um, I could see that all of a sudden, Charles Oakley was being wrestled out of Madison Square Garden. Why? We don't know. And we still don't know. Uh, it's long been known that uh, Oakley has issues with the uh, owner, James Dolan. James Dolan, who is, eh, we can, you could say he's a piece of shit. Um, and why do you say that? Why? Because his team struggle. Is that why? The Rangers have not struggled. They've, they've got a Stanley Cup. They've been it. But long story short, I mean, he has a history. 
I mean, Madison Square Garden. He is the CEO of Madison Square Garden, Cablevision. Been sued for sexual harassment, then hires the offender back, has sued his father, you know, writes back to people, uh, fan letters that have written to him, accusing that person of being an alcoholic and saying how shitty his life is, all the while, while the lead singer, James Dolan of JD and the Straight straight Shot, is a recovering alcoholic himself. So, I mean, you could just put his moral fibers into character here. Uh, So... They've long had issues. Uh, Oakley has even talked about, uh, you know, that he wants to talk to Dolan. Why? I don't know. Is he angling for a job? Does he need money? Who knows? But he got a seat right behind him. And you can see, listen, Oakley goes shit. He just goes fucking nuts. Uh, He starts pushing, uh, you know, people. He pushing the security guards, slapping them, poking them in the head. And listen, he had to to be escorted out of there. And you know what? He was arrested. That's, That's fine. But what exactly happened? So that is the big thing. Um... We still don't know. The Knicks have doubled down and called Charles Oakley a liar. He said that he was just sitting there, just enjoying himself, just enjoying the the horrendous Knicks. Then comes to light that he's only been there for about four minutes before he was actually ejected or when he started to act up and was rightfully ejected. Does that hurt or help the MSG? You know, what they say? And then the tweet they put out afterwards, we hope he gets help. Now, there are some rumors that, you know, uh, Oakley may have been hitting the sauce beforehand. In fact, a little birdie told me. Yeah, a little birdie. I got a source. Yeah, yeah. Red Ticket Blues source. And that source, yeah, you like that sound effect? Um, So the the source actually said, uh, they direct messaged me on Twitter. That's my source. Um, (laughs) uh, It was either a friend or girlfriend works in the celebrity concierge, concierge. Uh, department there in Madison Square Garden said Oakley arrived um, with him and his crew and they were quite inebriated, quite intoxicated. Uh, and I guess from the get go from Jump Street was saying, I want to talk to Dolan. I want to talk to Dolan. I want to talk to Dolan. So, I mean, it got to that point And I guess he was also saying it in his seat. Now, James Dolan was probably a few rows ahead, probably didn't even understand what was going on. I mean, he I can't imagine he can even comprehend the game of basketball. But um I guess he tried to get rid of the situation quickly. Let's just say that's what happened. Let's just say Oakley went there and said, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Hey, 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 JD in the straight shot or short shot, whatever your stupid band is called. And uh, maybe Dolan saw the situation and said, I want this done with immediately. First of all, why was Oakley allowed in if he was that drunk? Um, And why, why would you, why would you, especially this is the boss he's yelling. He's yelling his, you know, I want to talk to him drunk. Maybe they were just sort of starstruck and said, wow, that's Charles Oakley. Holy shit. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, and if you listen to the radio, it's not about Francesa, but my God, that man, can he be more pathetic and more of a shill for Madison Square Garden? He must, they must comp him. God knows how much from, from, they must comp his great, great grandkids with how much he fucking just says anything for them. Will not even listen to a dissenting opinion. Not even listen to it. I mean, in fact, I had it, and I, I, I had the call. Brian in New Haven, what's up, Brian? Hey, Mike, how's it going? What's happening? So, guys next to Oakley didn't hear it, but Dolan would have heard it, right? That makes complete sense. Well, who, who talked to... Did who, your bathroom oh, carry who, water who, all day long? Hey, who talked to guys next to, who sat next to Dolan? Or sat next to Oakley? Who talked to them? I haven't talked to them, have you? I haven't either. Well, I then how... how, how, how uh, so, so how, how do you know that it wasn't said? I don't, but here's the thing. Well, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Which guy, well, let me ask you this, though. Which guy, which guy made these statements? 
Dolan or well, Oakley? Listen, the four minute, the four no, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. Just let me read you the statement. So, which guy made these statements? Tell me, Dolan or Oakley? The boss doesn't like me. I wouldn't mind having a sit-down dinner. I wouldn't mind having a sit-down dinner with Dolan. I wouldn't mind cooking him dinner. But I might put something in it, though. I mean, I had at least 15 people try to set up a meeting. He won't. So that's basically the whole deal. I mean, uh, and, you know, I wasn't just so stupefied by Mike's just amazing, you know, fucking reading of, of whatever that, that quote was. Uh, Oakley's quote, I was hung up on. But I mean, hey, hey, come on. I've been there before. I mean, when you're down in the trenches on the Francesca show, I mean, you got to expect that you're going to get the unceremonious hand wave at a certain point. So that, that's what happens. But here, here's what I think happened. I think he did come in there a little drunk, sat down, maybe said, hey, I want to talk to you. Dolan said immediately, uh, we got to do something about this. And of course... In classic Knicks fashion, handled it as poorly as you possibly could. Where it actually d- disrupted the game. Christoph Porzingis was shooting a free throw and it had to turn around just like everyone else in the goddamn arena, and made it a bigger deal. I mean, James Dolan. I mean, he's the guy. The guy's good, man, and the guy's good. And and as security was like sort of talking to him and everything, you think if something big was going on behind him or a former player. You know, something like that, some, a fan favorite. You'd be even, you know, trying to look. If you look at the pictures, he's not even looking at him. He's looking at the court, smiling. And then as things escalated, he gets up and has this sort of shit-eating grin. Shit-eating like, I feel sorry for you, grin. Oh, boy, you know. <laughs> but I'm the boss. <laughs> I run shit. Goodbye. So, another embarrassing, regardless of who is at fault, another embarrassing chapter for the New York Knicks. And, uh, but I guess before that, Phil Jackson probably has to be pretty happy that that whole ordeal happened. He's subtweeting. If you don't know what subtweeting is, basically it's talking about someone, but not actually saying their name. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony's been rumored with so many, he's been rumored in more trade uh, opportunities and trade things than Brett Gardner. I mean, which I didn't think was possible, but you hear him with every team and every team was really not that interested. Um, even though uh, Frank I sold the New York Daily News says that LeBron is angling with the Cavs. Because, you know, listen, he's the GM. He knows everyone. Charles Barkley, obviously not a fan of that. Um, but he is angling, supposedly. But I guess Isola has written the same article three years in a row. That uh, get, to, get to the goddamn point, Brian. He is angling, yes, um, that he wants to trade, that, that he would like the Cavs to trade Kevin Love for Carmelo Anthony, which I think would be a terrible move. I'm not a big fan of either player, but I think at least Love fits on a more cohesive unit. Uh, than Carmelo Anthony, who needs the ball in his hands at all times. Carmelo Anthony is not used to playing second fiddle, third fiddle, fifth fiddle, sixth fiddle. You get the picture. He needs the ball in his hands. Um, Excuse me. Yeah. So, uh, what was I talking about? Uh, so he's subtweeting him saying, uh, I guess he was referencing some sort of a Bleacher Report story about how Carmelo Anthony doesn't want to win, which, listen, I, you've heard this podcast before, and I say, I've made stuff similar comments to that, and that's a pretty bold thing to say, he doesn't want to win. I have said, listen, he probably cares more about scoring 40 than scoring 15 and getting the win. Yeah, I, I, I could say that. Sorry. Maybe I'm saying the exact same thing. Maybe I'm a hypocrite within my own goddamn statement. Who the fuck knows? But what, what, what Phil Jackson did was sort of reference it like, yes, Bleacher's Ding, which was the name of the author, uh, is this player. It was all coded, and you had to go back to a player that was like this, like this, that. And Carmelo now, because he has no trade option, 
I guess he was up for it just because he wanted to get out. Now is sort of getting to the point where, you know what? Fuck this guy. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to get my $25 million a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay here in New York where I have more opportunities for me and for my wife advertising, doing whatever it is she do. I don't even know what the fuck she does anymore. Uh, I know she was a VJ when that was a thing on MTV. I guess now she just sort of just, I don't know, she was in Nick Games. Um, Lala, I, I really, again, if someone can tell me what exactly she does, I know it could do a simple Google search and probably go to Wikipedia and it says what, in fact, she actually is at the current moment. But the Knicks are just completely in disarray, which I feel like I say that every fucking year in my life. I, I don't get it. And on the court, of course, they're playing the Clippers. The Clippers sort of struggling, I think. And, you know, they, 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 they get their, their, they, they actually take the lead there in the fourth quarter. And then what do you see? You see the Knicks just giving up baskets, no defense, poor shot selection. I mean, it's just everything. The same old thing. Triangle offense. Triangle offense. Hornacek is Hornacek's going to quit before he gets fired. And, you know, Phil Jackson, again, a guy who is so antiquated with his ways. The man was more successful than any NBA coach in the entire history of the league with the triangle offense with some of the greatest players on the planet that, that ever played. And Shaq, Kobe, Pippen, Jordan, all that. We get it. But now, let it go, man. Three-pointers are the way of the future. Whether you don't care or not. I mean, he says teams that consistently shoot threes aren't, aren't going to contend for championships. The Golden State Warriors can't stop winning championships. Well, they won one. But you know what I mean. And they can't stop setting records and being good. And he said, hey, did you see Jordan? And I'm glad he didn't. Listen, Michael Jordan is a complete asshole. Um, but he said, yeah, that's 73-9. and nine. That doesn't mean shit. Because they didn't win the championship. And you know what? He's right. He's right. So that's the NBA. Uh, a completely random thing. How about too bad, man? Uh, Milwaukee Bucks star uh, Jabari Parker coming out of Duke, recovering from ACL injury, ACL terror injury. He's back this year, balling. And you know what? He's doing well, really coming into his own. And he tears the same ACL again. That's rough. That is that is just that. That's when you say, "Oh my god!" I mean, listen, he's gonna have millions of dollars. Got it, got it, got it. I saw a terrible tweet today. It said, "Man, Simeon High School in Chicago is just really cursed." And why do I say that? Well, you know, Jabari Parker tears his ACL twice. Derrick Rose, you know, he's an MVP. Was an MVP at twenty two, but that, that wasn't in there. Uh, tore his ACL, MCL, whatever. Ben, <laughs> Benji Wilson. A 17-year-old shot and killed. Like, does that really... Are these really on the same fucking scale? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so that's the NBA. Um, yeah, those are my two stories about the NBA. Uh, man. I, the New York Knicks. I, I, what, whatever happened? Remember when they were fun to watch? Remember this? It seems like almost like 100 years ago. It, it seems forever, honestly. And that team, listen, they, they were they were hard nosed, they 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 were bullies, but you know what? I don't know. They, they were entertaining to watch. They cared. Am I trying to say everyone on the Knicks doesn't care? But I mean, it, it, the product is not the same. But I guess it's the NBA. You got to get used to it, Brian. You got to move on. Your time is over. You're done. You're dead. Goodbye. Uh, yes, it's it's that bad. So I guess really quick uh, with the Super Bowl, for the first time, I think one of the first times ever, I actually went out and watched it. Didn't go to a party, didn't stay at home. I went out and uh, watched it uh, with some people. And you know what? I kind of like it better. There's no more fucking inane chatter about, oh my God, is that, what did he do there? Is he allowed to do that? No more stupid questions. You know, the people at the bar are like, all right, we get it. We know what's going on. You know, this is a football game. 
Uh, then that was a pass. That was a run. That was a holding penalty. You know, things like that. So it was actually good. Uh, what can you say? I mean, I'm watching the game. And I think like most people, I was completely shocked. Completely shocked. This is, it's 28, 28 to 3? Was it 28 to 3? But 21 nothing. After, after th- Bree threw that, that, that pick six, you're just like, oh my God. This, this, this isn't going to, this isn't going to be a blowout, right? I, I never thought in my mind it would be a blowout. I, I will say that. Yes, hindsight is twenty twenty every single day of the week. I did not think it would be a blowout. Just because it's the Patriots. I said to people, even at the bar, yeah, I'm sure after a few drinks, oh, well, let me tell you, I'm from New England. I, I, I pulled the Francesa card. Like, I, I basically said, like, I'm from an area. Hence meaning, like, Francesa says when he's at a game that he understands it better. I'm from New England. I've seen this a million times. You don't get it. Because yeah, those people have no access to NFL, you know, the, the, the package. They've never seen a Patriots game before. I'm, I'm in, giving them insight that they could never get anywhere else. But it's pretty amazing how Atlanta just sort of took went away from their game plan, too. They rushed the ball four fucking times. Four or five. Times in the second half. The second half, that's it. They targeted Julio Jones four times. I mean, are you kidding me? Julio Jones, they targeted him four times. I mean, Dan Quinn should be fired. And I'm not, I'm not for firing people after the Super Bowl. But what kind of fucking game plan is that? And I mean, Matt Ryan, for the spectacular game he played, and the fact that he was the MVP, I mean, you can't take, you can't take many shots at him in the 2016-2017 season. But I mean, some of the worst decisions you've ever seen in your life. I mean, hey, hey, guess what? You throw the ball away. You don't take the sack to take your team out of field goal range. You got to be aware of a guy coming and strip sacking you. I mean, Matty Ice, wake up. Which I just learned too, but his name, it's not Matty Ice because he's a great player. I mean, it's about the beer he drank in college. Natty Ice. It's pretty pathetic. The halftime show, listen, I, I was upset with it. You know, there's another thing that was good. And I usually I can't stand the commercials, especially now. Now, now we're just releasing the commercials before the game. The game, the, the commercials are coming out before the game. Okay, get ready for Super Bowl Sunday with these new commercials. Well, I'm not surprised anymore. But at the bar, you don't care. And that, that, oh God, it was wonderful. Let me do that every year now. Let me do it every year. Just forget parties. I'll go out, spend the money so I don't have to, oh, everyone be quiet. Everyone be quiet. The commercials are on. Oh God. If you had to endure that on Sunday, I feel bad for you. But be better than that. Halftime show, I honestly, uh, I was hoping for some sort of a political statement, whether I agreed with it or not. Come on, with controversy. Yeah, hate, hate, hate hard. Yeah. Come on, you want that. But uh, Lady Gaga, very, I mean, I was going to say she's very tame, but I, she's not. I mean, her, and I realize it's the, the Super Bowl. And listen, the, 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 the performances and the halftime Super Bowl are always outrageous and star-studded and spectacular. Nine million fucking lights going on. Way too much for me. But I mean, hers was intense, man. Like, is that what her concerts are like? I mean, the Super Bowl halftime show was 14 minutes long. But I mean, are her, are her like, normal concerts like that? I mean, you got to be on, like, ecstasy or something to just eat, like, peanut butter and mushroom sandwiches to, like, endure that shit. Or maybe I'm just getting old. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. I mean, there's just a lot, a, lot, a lot of things going on. I guess in the past, whenever I was at a party for that, it was usually, like, you know, I'm going to go get another beer and go outside and smoke a cigarette or something. Like, oh, yeah, I, I missed the halftime performance. Eh, who cares? But uh, the Patriots, once again, man, I mean, 
and the Tom Brady, uh, the, the, the Roger Goodell embrace, the handshake, not embrace, was quick. Uh, I'm sure the man ate so much. He didn't really eat crow, Roger Goodell, but it will be part of his legacy. It will be part of his legacy that he went out of his way. I mean, this man deflated football. So let's, 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 let's be honest here. He may not have deflated, but he told other people to deflate. Big fucking deal. He should have been fined like $20,000. We move on. That investigation. Man, I'm burping. Excuse me. That investigation went on for, what, 536 days? Over 500 days for air being released from a football. Multiple court appearances. I mean, it was one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. One of the most absurd things I've ever seen. I mean, I hate it. This is like the third or fourth podcast in a row. I'm sitting here defending Tom Brady. Like, I never thought in my life I'd come to this point. But he, you know what he's almost reached? He's reached that status of like, you hate Kobe so much. You hate him so much. Kobe Bryant is just so great. He's such a, but he's such a pompous, arrogant asshole and loves every second of it. And you know what? Brady's not even that way. But you get to a certain point where you just have to like appreciate it. You just have to appreciate it. It's, <laughs> excuse me. But it's, it's, you it really. Tom. I mean, that's where I'm almost at with it. It's like, especially the the, the Trump relationship. I think the guy met him, and not to beat a dead horse here, which I've said before. I think he met him when he was at some sort of charity thing, thought it was cool. Listen, if we unearth all the people who met with Donald Trump, who have taken pictures with Donald Trump, who have gone to Donald Trump events, it would probably make your head spin. And a lot of those people would have to answer. You know, in the media's eyes. You took a picture with Donald Trump seven years ago. You smiled. What does that mean? You're against immigrants. Your comment? Do you want me to say, listen, Tom Brady at the same time, a guy who grew up near San Francisco, went to University of Michigan. As liberal as they come. No, I understand money changes things. Oh, it certainly changes things. But do I really think like, and his wife, Giselle, who obviously, boy, what authentic reaction of putting the phone in your face. Oh, God, stop. Oh, we won, we won. But is a hardcore, hardcore liberal. I can't imagine him being like, you know what, Giselle, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this travel ban. I really think what Donald's doing is right. It's, it's just odd. And and you see that the ESPN, just a different route here. ESPN has the new uh the new setup, the six at Sports Center with Jamel Hill and Michael Hill, who uh you know for for as terrible as they are, I guess the ratings are I guess they're average. They're about average to what they were last year, which for the for the amount of people just, you know, leaving SportsCenter, leaving ESPN is actually probably pretty good. But I'm sure the show will fail soon. Um, you know what it is? If, if you watched any of it, because I've seen it at the gym, and I've heard clips of it, they're, they're trying too hard with the pop culture shit. Way too hard. I mean, it, first of all, Michael Smith's 41 years old. Jamel Hill's pushing 40. Stop it. No one's that hip. I'm not hip. At one point in my life, I was possibly hip. No more. It's over. Don't try to be something you're not. Way too much like slang from music and stuff today. That only works. Why do you think the VJs at, at MTV got kicked out after a certain point? They brought in somebody new and young because it looked more authentic. I'm sorry. It doesn't work for you. But what they were trying to, and many places, they weren't the only ones. Not to go off on a tangent here, which I already am. It's at 23 minutes. Uh, I've talked about two subjects. But here's the thing. They made it seem as if if you were rooting for the Patriots, you were rooting for Trump and racists. And if you were rooting for the Falcons, Atlanta, a historically black city, uh, very important to the civil rights movement, you were for the Falcons. 
it, it just it, it boggled my mind. I, you know, because also because Boston's a racist city, too. We all know that. I mean, the, a lot of these things are also going to die down from our, our lexicon now after after football is over. I don't think you're going to see it that much in baseball and all that. But this is probably the last time we talk about it. until we go to the until there's all the talk about the White House, because that's already a big deal. Uh, certain people are uh, Devin McCourty and uh, somebody else also said they're not going to the White House. Kevin White, I believe. Um, where's I going with this? But it's just odd. It's like, you know what? <laughs> if you want to take the cities out, okay, and look at the states, Massachusetts is the one that voted for, for Hillary, and George is the one who voted for Trump. Uh, but, I mean, you hear Jamel Hill and Michael Smith saying, do it for the movement. Do it for the cause. Like, that's when you're intersecting sports and politics way too much. It just, just take a step back. It doesn't have to be like that. Now, I will say, conversely, I'm just taking every goddamn point of view here and just confusing everyone where I actually stand. The Belichick and and uh, Kraft parts, and Belichick, I mean, he makes no... And, and Tom Brady never even endorsed Donald Trump. Never, never, never said he was. He had the hat in the locker. That was his downfall. That was his downfall. The hat in the locker. But Belichick and, and Kraft, you know, I mean, they, they've been supportive, as we know. They, they've been supportive of Trump writing letters. I don't know if they really wanted the letter read out loud at a rally, uh, but... <laughs> It is what it is. So um, I guess we'll put that football season to bed. And uh, yeah, the White House, that should be interesting. Uh, I think this is going to be the beginning. I think the football team, uh, I think the first one is actually the Clemson team is going to visit the White House. Um, I think because their college kids are going to do what their coach says. NFL should be interesting. I don't think an NBA team will. Uh, Why? Because they're predominantly African-American. And you see stars run the show. Like, do you think the white guys, on, or not even the white guys, just forget forget the actual like race uh, part of it. If LeBron James, let's say the Cavaliers win the win the with the title this year, if LeBron James doesn't go to the White House, you're going to be that teammate to defy him and go. I mean, it's for me, for me. You always say a Bill Burr's podcast. Whenever the Kardashians talk, you know, for me, for me, um. I have to say that I'd go. Uh, I don't like Donald Trump. I didn't vote for him. And so far, he's been pretty bad. But I'm going because you know why? When's the next time you ever care to go in the White House? I don't care who the president is. Like, he'd have to be Hitler for me, for, you know, for something. And, and Trump is not Hitler. He's a lunatic, but he's not Hitler. It, it, I, I don't know. I'm never going to be able to go into the White House again. I'm going. Uh, I don't have to agree with his politics, but I'm going. Sorry, that's me. That's someone who did not vote for him, and uh, I don't think he's doing that great of a job. But for me, I'm not going. All right, boy. Uh, are you still? Is anyone even still listening to this? I mean, this is just blabber at this point. Good God. All right, let's go on to uh, the, the other thing I wanted to get into. I guess, well, you know what? I'm already, I'm already at 26 minutes. Maybe we'll scrap that. I was going to talk about how broke Johnny Depp is. And uh, yeah, but th- is that really that interesting? I guess the last thing we'll get into is baseball. Uh, because we are on the slim pickings when it comes to sports. Actually, you know what? The one quick thing about that. Uh, did you see that kid? Lorenzo Ball is a freshman for UCLA basketball. His brother, I forget his first name. It's something, uh, some Tremelo or something like that. I, I, it doesn't matter. He scored 92 points the other game. Team won by 20. Usually when they score like 100 points, they win by like 80. And it's just like, is this good for sports? But this was even worse. Because they showed highlights of the game. This fucker was the biggest cherry picker you've ever seen in your life. And I know some of you are listening. Come on, you know. 
Maybe you still play pickup basketball. I still do every once in a while. It's embarrassing. It's it's it it, it hurts my soul sometimes. Uh, how you know the moves I was able to make, and you know I mean all the teams were scouting me, but you know what I mean. I mean just, just regular, being able to play defense on someone without feeling like you need some sort of defibrillator. It's just it's it's difficult. But you remember back in the day, those cherry pickers, the ones who barely got over half court and they were already running. They wanted that outlet pass. This fucker did it the whole time. No defense. His teammates were being instructed by the coach, which I believe was his father, to follow the other team to, because they wanted him to... He scored 42 points in the fourth quarter. Follow the other team so he can get the ball back quick and this guy can score. I mean, good God. This is Barnum and Bailey. Look at my son. He'll do all this. <laughs> I control everything. Like fucking Giappetto, man. Pulling the strings on that shit. Jesus. You got to see the video of this. 92 points. Kid barely played any defense. He made the NBA look like hardcore college in like an 80s, like Big East. That's the kind of defense this kid was playing. Barely made it over half court half the time. So that was just a travesty, which I don't see many people really supporting it. So it's not really an edgy take, so to speak. But I figured I'd just chime in. And I guess we'll end it with baseball. Um, baseball, Rob Manford is the not the new commissioner. Well, this, this is his second year of being commissioner of Major League Baseball. And he's trying to... Uh, you know, distance himself from Bud Selig and sort of the old stuffy way and the ignoring of steroids. And now it's a new fun game. And But I mean, obviously what he's trying to do is he is trying to, I was going to say slow down the game. No, Brian, he's trying to do the opposite, you moron. He is trying to speed up the game. It's always been a problem in baseball. And while baseball is still popular, it does not put up the numbers even close to that of, you know, basketball or football. So what he has done, he has decided, I'm, I'm going to tweak things. I'm going to tweak things a little bit. One of them is the, uh, what, what, what was it? Hey, Brian, you doing a podcast? Yeah, uh, one of them was, let's see here. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I'm staring at a car outside. I, the problem is doing this podcast, there's this big window right next to me. And it's really not that interesting. It's a residential neighborhood, so to speak. So to speak. Uh, it's not like I'm looking down upon any, you know Fifth Avenue or something. But I'm always looking at it, and uh, it's probably because there's no blinds here, which I've told the uh, leasing agency several times that we need blinds here, because then I wouldn't be so, uh, you've already lost interest. So one of the issues is the intentional walk. Now, we all know every once in a while, you can go haywire. Wild pitch, uh, hits a player, or sometimes they just leave it over the plate a little bit and take a poke at it. I mean, remember Lou Gehrig did it in uh, Pride of the Yankees. I don't know if he did it in real life, but uh, I think Miguel Cabrera did a few. I mean, it happens. So what they want to do is because that whole, like, you know, 25 seconds of intentional walks. If, and second of all, I mean, how are they going to enforce this shit? I mean, they, they already said, oh, you can't leave the can't leave the box. Yeah, give me a break. They're just going to baseball. These umpires, they know, you know, they know who uh, butters their bread. It's the goddamn players. No one comes there to see umpires enforce the rules. Um. But instead of them throwing all four pitches, you could just sort of make a signal and go, yep, we're going to intentionally walk him. So just eliminate that part of the game. Eliminate it. But here is, which I think is is terrible. I am totally against it. Uh, baseball is the sport for me because the older I get, the more uh, more of a curmudgeon I become and more surly and just fucking pissy. And uh, I, I like the way baseball's been about their past because that's sort of how they are. Uh, I don't like this new stuff. No, no, no. Way too hip, way too cool, way too young. And uh, I'm certainly not that. So, but the other thing that is more just downright insane, it's like a carnival, extra innings. I guess, is this every inning? Let me check this before I start saying dumb shit. 
Yeah, so every inning, so beginning of the, the, the 10th, as soon as the inning starts, there's going to be a runner on second base. They're just going to put an arbitrary fucking runner. And talk about just screwing with the game. Just to like be like, you know what, sometimes these extra innings are just a real issue. You know, let's already give the team, I mean, basically, you're already, you got a guy on second already. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, I don't need to explain it to any baseball fan here. This game is so boring and it takes too long that we're already going to give you half the pie. We're already going to give you a running start. I mean, think of any sport where they do that. Uh, so the, uh, you know, the Knicks are playing the Warriors and since the, my mic cut out, sorry about that. But I, I just think it's a bad idea. I, I don't like it. I don't like rule changes in baseball. It's the one thing, that, one sport that sort of stays constant. Yes, there's been changes. There's the instant replay and to, to get the call right. But that actually ends up slowing the game up anyways. I don't know. It's being tested in the minor leagues and to see how it goes. Joe Torre, of all people, is a proponent of it. I I just don't think that's going to make up for the dullness in innings. You're not going to – people that love baseball are going to love it regardless uh, but I don't think you're going to attract new fans by starting a runner uh, in extra inning games. Well, the majority of games aren't even extra innings. I mean, that, that's that's the, the crazy part. I just think it's a bad idea overall. I just you are fake news. Sir. No, I really do think overall it is bad for the game. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But that that's my that's my take. I I, I think it's you're, you're trying to be cute. Manfred is trying to be cute and set his own legacy to do things. And I think he just needs to slow down. Baseball is not something that changes quickly. You got to slow down with this shit. Fans are not going to love this. And then you're going to get everything in, you know, everything in, and then everyone's going to strike again. So I have absolutely no proof of that whatsoever. I don't even know what I'm talking about. So anyways, that's the podcast, completely haphazard and out of control. Um, if it made any sense, then I appreciate it. If you made it this long, good job. Uh, but you can always listen to the show on all these uh, venues on iTunes, TuneIn, Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. And remember to leave reviews uh, because it's very important and I appreciate them personally. I read them to myself every night before I go to bed. And uh, you, you, you made me happy. You made me happy. It's here. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. With all that being said, enjoy your Valentine's Day. I'm out of here.